Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. I'm Dax Holt, joined by my buddy Adam Glenn out in New York. How are you this morning? I'm good, bud. How you doing? Nah, I can't complain. I'm ready to get into the Raw rundown, get everyone caught up on all the biggest entertainment stories of the week uh, to lead them into the weekend feeling knowledgeable. So uh, let's jump in. Uh, number, what do we want to start? 10 or 1? Let's start with 10. Okay. <laughs> so number 10, that big old Snapchat filter of everyone crying. Was it based off of Amber Heard's crying face at the trial? That is the big question. What are your thoughts first before I get into what the real answer is? I I think it had to spark it a little bit. It's not based mm-hmm. on it. However, I think it's the best filter Snapchat has done in a long time. <laughs> Maybe ever. It makes it makes me laugh so hard every time. Like, did you see the one where it's like a group of people in the club and the like cameras going around and everyone looks like they're sobbing while they're like dancing in the club? It is so good. <laughs> it's it's actually like very realistic. I love this filter. It, is, it's, it looks it's, it looks real. It looks super real or like a lot of people put it on the the stars at the Met Gala. So they're like walking the red carpet looking like they're just crying. So good. (laughs) So good. Uh, So here's the thing, though. Snapchat is dispelling that rumor. They're saying, no, this is not based on Amber Heard's crying face. We're sorry. This is simply just, you know, uh, a sad face. It's a filter that took off. And apparently it's really just comes down to the timing and people are kind of correlating themselves. But Snapchat. Snapchat themselves are not publicly saying this is uh, based on Amber Heard. And I got also think, I mean, that crying moment that happened in court was really recent. I don't know how quickly filters are made. So apparently they were working on this filter for six months prior. So I don't think they're able to. It it just coincidentally, it worked out with the Amber Heard case. So it's good promotion for them. I'm sure they're not angry about it. It's a great filter. I'm excited to see what they do next. All right. What's number nine? Uh, do you want to see Madonna's vagina? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, is, yeah. Or I mean, sh- should I say again? Uh, well, there <laughs> is now an NFT out there. It is a 3D model of her body and a really close-up shot of her down there. Uh, basically, there she she collaborated with Beeple to create a series of X-rated graphics showing her fully nude giving birth to butterflies, insects, trees, all kinds of stuff. The creation is called Mother of Creation. It's a whole NFT collection. Uh, they're being sold for charity and uh, I, I'm telling you if you want to see this thing uh, you go on over let me find the name of the um, you can go to what the hell is this I, what is the name of the, the website mother of creation dot X Y Z is where you can check it out and it's pretty intense dude it's interesting you know she worked with people who people who's one of the probably the most successful uh artist when it comes to the whole nft world he made a lot of money doing it it's not what you think though like i think the you know the average pervert like pervert like you and i are just gonna be like oh my god we're gonna see fucking madonna's vagina but you don't 
exactly see it. It's a digital artwork. Yes, of you do. It. Well, you. S- I mean, if, is it? You though, see a rendering of what it could potentially look like. Yeah, but like I want to s- about thirty years ago, by the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. really young in this thing. Exactly, but it's I don't know. I, I'm I'm curious how much it's going to go for. Uh, I'm like I want to see how many people are are that into it or are invested into this. Again, people is one of the biggest artists out there. Is this something Dax you would try to uh, bid on? Hell no, no. What? No. What? Are you crazy? I, number one, I'd have to explain to my wife why I just dropped $10,000 on some NFT of Monada's vagine. Yeah. Uh, but number two, no, I'm, I'm just not into the so much the NFT stuff just because I'm like, I feel like my money's going to go out the window in a couple of years. They're going to be like, oh, these are worth nothing now. Yeah. And Plus, some- this is everywhere. But uh, this one's weird. Like Very really, weird. Really weird. Came out of left field. or Not really, because it's Madonna. And she's, if you've been following her on social media lately, she's been posting some very interesting. She's just, she looks interesting. She's like, honestly, I don't want here's to say she looks bad. It's if, if you're one of Madonna's 17 children, like, do you not feel like, oh, mom, like, do you really need a tree growing out of your badge? Like, no, <laughs> just stop. Like, you're 63 now. Stop, mom. I know. All right, what's number eight? All right, number eight, Jesse Williams saying, listen, guys, I know you saw my weighing this week, but it's just a body, not a big deal. So if uh, you've been on the internet lately, Jesse Williams, the the actor, he is in a new Broadway play called Take Me Out, and uh, there's a, a nude scene in there, and a part of the theater, you know, to go in to watch, you're supposed to put your cell phone away, hide it in a bag, like you can't take photos. Someone snuck in their camera, someone got video of him walking around on stage with us weighing out, and uh, and then put it out all over the internet. It was I mean, this made quite the hell of a a wave of people talking about it. And he was on Watch What Happens Live. And he said, listen, uh, once you once you see it, you realize whatever. It's a boy. (laughs) I like how he put that. That's funny. You just have to make not a big deal of it. And, you know, he's kind of right. It's like once you've seen one wing, you kind of seen them all. Yeah, it's I mean, he's not the first actor to go naked on Broadway. Do you remember a few years ago? Daniel Radcliffe was naked Mm -hmm. on. Broadway. I think that was more of a shock. I mean. Daniel Radcliffe, and we there the photos came out about Daniel Radcliffe, and it wasn't that a big a deal, but somehow this Jesse Williams thing became a very big deal. But it's excellent promotion for the play. Huge I mean, promotion for it. You got to imagine ticket sales have gone through the roof with this coming out. Not only that, hours before this got leaked, he was nominated for a Tony Award for wow. best performance by a featured actor. I'm like. Well, he, now he's going to get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is Everyone's such a great campaign. About this. Do you think this was set up, though, Dex? Do you think this was sort of, we don't know, but, you know, again, we're just speculating. Do you think there's I mean, any listen, sort of. He's got nothing to be ashamed of, so I don't know why he wouldn't almost want it out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it doesn't matter at this point. You know, I, at the end of the day, it, it doesn't matter. I wonder I don't if they're going to. I don't think it hurts his. His acting career, I don't think it hurts his reputation. I think all it did was do good for Jesse Williams, in my opinion. Yeah, they are cracking down to make sure no one is able to sneak their camera in, so there'll be no more photos of his. It's already out. Yeah. Now ticket sales just go through the roof. Yeah, good for him. Good move. Good move for the play. Whoever is behind it, you know, smart move. You're really helping him out. He's not (laughs) angry about it. He's already naked at this point, so who does he care if it's on the internet? All right, uh, what is number seven? 
Number seven, Young Thug's song lyrics are being basically used against him as evidence in his gang indictment. Uh, this is a really interesting story. So, uh, you know, he's a Grammy-winning artist. It's 56-count gang indictment, um, and this is a really big deal. He's in court, but the interesting part is they are now submitting 88 pages of this are different song lyrics that he is saying over the years. Uh, and let me give you some examples of them. Uh, I'm prepared to take them down. Murder gang shit. I've never killed anyone, but I got something to do with that body. Uh, all kinds of lines and lyrics. And this has been a problem for years because you got to realize when when artists write songs, that doesn't mean it's their daily life. That means they are producing art. And so when you then go and use it against them, they, uh, this happened with Takashi 69 as well, you, you don't know if it's true. That just because they sing about it, that doesn't mean it's true. And so to bring it into a court of law and convince a bunch of jurors that this is this person's persona, they all these artists, they lie, they embellish, they do all this because it makes good music. And uh, if you remember, I think it was a couple of years ago, there was a bunch of big rappers and musical artists that came together to introduce this bill in New York called uh, Rap Music on Trial. And it was like Jay-Z, Meek Mill, Big Sean, Kelly Rowland, all saying, listen, you need to prevent lyrics from entering the courthouse as evidence in criminal cases because these are musicians and this is art. Uh, what do you think about this? Yeah, yeah, I think they, they use rap as a... You know, this is what the artists say. From they, they say, rap is uh, it's an art form, so you can't use emotions uh, from from music to against them in a court case. And but you know, I think there's sometimes a difference because I guess I'm not a lawyer, but what I could say is yeah, there's a difference between the they're not bringing it if if Taylor Swift is on you know on trail, they're not bringing in her music. They're bringing in rap music which is not fair you know what i'm saying like they're just saying because the genre leans more towards uh hyping up and and violence is like that that it's just lyrics people sure like, you're right that's all it comes down to yes so it's you know at the end of the day let's say jay-z does a song and he you know which he's done songs about him selling you know crack and all that stuff jay-z is the one who said that in a song it wasn't sean carter there's two different people there's the yeah. the character you see on and music and tv and then the person who they really are so at the end of the day you know when you're in court it's you know you're innocent until proven guilty you can't prove that the stuff they just said is you know in a song where they're you know as a character as as, as definitely in rap like takashi 69 that's not his real name well, you know it'd be like he's, be he's like a character It'd be like Donald Faison on trial and they're pulling in, you know, videos of him on scrubs. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Him. That's the and best way like, to no, show no, it. No, no, no. It's art. What are you talking about? Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Mario Batali. You may be watching the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. However, there was another one going on, and that is with Chef Mario Batali. He was found not guilty on Tuesday. Uh, there was a bench trial going on for charges of indecent assault and battery related to an alleged groping incident of uh, this starstruck patron at, at a Boston restaurant back in 2007. Well, 
Uh, the judge apparently sided with Batali, saying that he, you know, he, it wasn't befitting of a public person of his statue to have this interaction with the woman. However, he said that that night, five years ago, the accuser um, basically had significant credibility issues that supported the defendant's um, motive, and that motive would being financial gain. So after the uh, the verdict was read, you know, Mario kind of smiled in court and the defendant or not the defendant uh, the accuser the the victim uh in this case uh left very very unhappy i'm sure mario is probably ecstatic i could you know obviously based on what we're hearing about the the woman she's probably super upset this whole story is insane because mario for me and i'm just putting my personal experience on this mario was this guy who was a celebrity chef who i would see all the time in New York City. It seemed all around the West Village. He was always at this Italian restaurant that's no longer there called Da Silvano. He would sit outside with his Crocs. I mean, he was like the guy. He was such a celeb. And then when the allegations came out about his restaurants and him, he just disappeared. Like, I think he just packed up and just moved away. And nobody ever sees him. We don't talk about him. He was... Uh, it was a bizarre thing just to see him just disappear from Manhattan. There was just no spotting we've, we've of him ever. We've seen this happen with some big stars, I feel, that the second they're accused of something, they just go away. They go into hiding. And he's been hiding for a while, but again, now that he's... Maybe you'll see him now. Him maybe now, now that his, he's been vindicated in this situation, maybe now you'll see him out strolling in his Crocs. I don't know if there's going to be a network that's going to take the gamble and they'd rather put the investment into making the next Maribatali than rather than, you know, going... I don't know. It's tougher from an executive point. I mean, it just sucks. It's a That being situation. said, you, you do see the power of someone wanting to make a quick buck and ruining someone else's reputation here all right number five all right oh this one just brutal but ashley judd confirming that her mother naomi judd died by suicide um you know we knew that naomi had passed away they had the uh, the, the funeral recently and i didn't know that she, do you know wait Dad, before we even go on, she, do you know how she you know killed herself how she died yeah she she died by uh it sounded by Firearm is what um, oh, Ashley said. That's rough. Yeah, so this is pretty rough, but uh, she was doing a, a Good Morning America interview, and she said, look, I don't want to be talking about this. I, I want my mom to have the peace and dignity of you know, being laid to rest. And she said, but I know that because she's such a public figure that this information is going to come out. So I would rather control the narrative than it be leaked out by someone else so she said that uh that morning she saw her mom she actually told the whole story she said you know that morning i went to go see my mom at her house like i did every single day in tennessee she said that day was absolutely no different she said that her mom's mental well wellness was mixed um and that she was generally fragile but she said um her mom said will you stay here with me and she says of course i will and a friend arrived at the house to provide comfort to naomi and ashley went to greet them and then by the time she went back upstairs to let her know that her friend was there, she discovered her. Wow. So she's like, I have both grief, trauma from discovering my mom. But, you know, she she said, like, mental illness was a big issue with her mom, and she would struggle on a daily basis. And, you know, it was kept out of the public eye, but that was the truth of the fact. I think, you know, it's a very, very sad situation. I give a lot of props to Ashley Judd for being... Um, very honest about it 
and also kind of just talking about it. I think she is helping people by discussing it, but it's, uh, she's been very, very honest about it. Like, listen, my mom had, you know, they didn't wait too long. My mom had her issues. I just hope like, you know, when you look at Naomi Judge, she is a legend. I just hope her legacy isn't remembered for how she passed. You know, I think for the work she did. All right. This is sad, but, uh, this was, let's move on to an equally shitty story. Thanks. Number Selma Blair admitted that she was already drinking at the age of seven, uh, so she has a new book coming uh, out. She beat memoir. me by two years. Oh, no, I'm sorry. All right. Um, oh, shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, so Selma Blair's got a new memoir coming out called Mean Baby, and uh, she did an interview with Savantha Guthrie, basically detailing a lot of her experience, number, number one, with multiple sclerosis, uh, but also... In this book, she talked about some really dark things that happened in her life from being violated by an educator um, when she was super young, drinking alcohol out of the bottle at the age of seven, and experience uh, and experiencing physical pain that she now believes could have been early signs of MS. And she reflects on it all. Apparently, this is a really intimate book about her life and all of her struggles. And I mean, I breaks my heart to think that she was picking up a bottle because she was not in a good home at all at the age of seven. Like, my kids, I've got a six-year-old and a 10-year-old, almost 10-year-old, and I can't imagine them drinking alcohol and getting drunk at that age. Was she, I'm not familiar, was she a child actress at all? Was she acting at that time, do you know? I I don't know. I don't know a lot about her life. I, I feel like I was introduced to her, um... What was that big movie again? Uh, Cruel Intentions. In, what is it? Cruel Intentions. Yes, that, that that was kind of the point at which I knew her. Yeah, but she was already a grown adult at that point. But it, I I don't know. She says she hasn't dr- had a drink since uh, around 2016 when she was on a plane and she uh, she passed out on a plane with her son, who's I think you know very young at the time, and she was carried off the aircraft on a stretcher, which is. Pretty, pretty wild situation for her and her her son. So, but uh, this book, she goes very, very into detail about her wild past. It's almost like remember the Anthony Kiedis Kiedis from Red Hot Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers wrote Scar Tissue. This is like mm-hmm. her Scar Tissue book. So, uh, I'm excited for this one to read. Um, I mean, see her get candid. All right, what's next? All right, number three, Gwyneth Paltrow. You know those alpaca wool diapers that Goop was putting out there? There's $120 for a pack of 12 of them, and they were basically uh, designer wool covered with, like, jewels and gemstones with a scent of jasmine. Yeah, apparently that whole thing was fake, so don't (laughs) believe it. Uh, Goop was not actually putting out those diapers. It was a whole ploy to get people to talk about it. It was a ploy for them to sell the vagina candles, wasn't it, Dax? <laughs> That's what they did. They're like, all right, That's sorry, we're just joking. Go back and then they just resell their vagina candles. Go back candles. and smell the vagina candles. Yeah. So uh, she said, no, this was to raise awareness for the fact that people are, ta- the government is taxing too much on diapers that families can't afford it diapers anymore and so that was the real purpose so yes it 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 was a joke but more to array raise awareness on a bigger problem and a bigger issue going on in america so no you cannot get li- have diapers lined with virgin alpaca wool fashioned with amber gemstones I, not gonna happen listen very smart by gwyneth paltrow on the goop team i think that's a uh, 
I'm for that cause to lower the tax on diapers is one of those things where everyone needs. It's like mm-hmm. it's 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 you just need it. They're I don't know what to say. As F, they are they're, very expensive. They're already expensive. The tax is expensive on them. Like give parents a break as if being a new parent isn't hard enough. That might be the only thing like one of the, the, the biggest things I would say that should not be taxed or the tax should be as low as possible. On. I can't think of anything else that could really I mean, maybe some food, but like even more Formula, than food. There's a couple of things that like as a new parent and if you are in uh, dire straits, I mean, what, what do you do if you can't afford diapers? Yeah, that's rough. All right, let's move on. Number two, Kendrick Lamar apparently had another kid and nobody knew about it. So Kendrick Lamar revealed his uh, new album cover for his uh, his new uh, single The Heart Part 5, which is a part of the new album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Uh, so he reveals this artwork, and we all know that he had one kid, but on the cover of the the art, there's another baby in there <laughs> that no one knew about it. So it's him, uh, his, his longtime uh, partner. Uh, I forget her name. Oh, my God. Slip in my mind. What, Wait, what's Whitney. his girlfriend's name? Whitney. Whitney, there we go. Yeah, Whitney, and then their two children. So this was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, you know they're uh, she. They're both Compton people. I mean, it's are we really? Is this really a big deal, Dex? Let's be honest. Yes. When Why? someone like Kendrick Lamar has a baby and no one knows about it for the the whole nine months that are able to keep it out of the spotlight, yes, because that's it's, I'm always amazed when a celebrity can go through a pregnancy, give birth. And like no one knew, like think about all the people they had to come in contact with that knew and nothing got out. That's it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. But Kendrick to me is like a phenomenon a little bit where it's like we hear so much about him, but we don't know much about his mu- like, I don't know. I, I Kendrick to me is like in the rap world, like it's like him and J. Cole were like, they're the best guys out there, but we don't like really hear much about them. We don't see much about them because he stays out of the spotlight. Smart guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's number one? Number one, Hillary Duff bearing it all, getting naked. So uh, Hillary Duff uh, did a the cover of Women's Health for the May June cover. You know the How I Met Your Father actress. Uh, she stripped down and she basically said that she's over all the unrealistic ideals over her body and feels uh, peaceful now where she thinks uh, about her looks. And, you know, listen, for being a a woman growing up in Hollywood, especially being a a child actress at such a young age, I got to imagine that was that was tough. There's a lot of scrutiny. There's a lot, you know, you're going through puberty in front of the public. And so I can imagine it probably really messed with her mind. I, I first of all the photos she looks great she's on the cover of women's health she looks great I fell for this yesterday I see I go on my Yahoo News and it says uh, you know Lizzie McGuire Hillary Duff naked poses naked and I click on it right away I fell for the clickbait I'm like oh my god I'm gonna see nipple and it's just her being doing like the ESPN <laughs> body issue type poses so I was like oh come on you're not really that naked it's just like a side view don't get me wrong she looks amazing I was surprised by like her tattoos like I didn't know she had tattoos i i was surprised by you know she hides them pretty well but i don't know she looks great i i like her I, it's sad yeah. though we say like you know it's the how i met your father actress I'm like, no she's the lizzie mcguire she's actress lizzie McGuire. she's not well, the how i met your father actress 
I can give you one of the quotes that she put in there. She said, I think that at 34, I have gained a lot of respect for my body. It's taken me all these to all these places I need to go. It's helped me build a beautiful family. I feel like the older I get, the more confident I get in my own skin. And my body has been uh, many different shapes and sizes. And I'm really just fascinated by one, being a woman. All And two, all the changes that your body can go through throughout your lifetime. So, Amen, sister. Go. Amen, sister. You got it. You go on, girl. Well, guys. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe. To, uh, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe to our podcast. Leave a review. It's the best thing to do to show us some love. We do this rundown once a week, every Friday, to, for you guys to know a little bit about this stupid entertainment news culture. That uh, so you can just you know brag to your friends that you kind of know what's going on in the world. Check us out on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We're on it all. Twitter. You know we got some really cool content. Find me at Adam Glynn, G-L-Y-N. Find Dax Holt at D-A-X-H-O-L-T. See you guys next week. A Huda Media Production.